Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Daydon Tolbert Show. I am your host, Daydon Tolbert. Back live tonight for our, um, well, I was going to say post-Super Bowl special, but, I mean, even though it is uh, technically the first live show after the Super Bowl, uh, today is we're not going to do our annual post-Super Bowl special where we talk about all the, uh, literally all the demonic and satanic imagery uh, that's seen throughout the halftime show, even many of the commercials. We're actually going to save that for Sunday night, all right, and we're actually going to combine it with the special that we talked to you guys about uh, coming last week, which was our special on the new Fox drama, Lucifer, where they're, you know, obviously painting him to be a, um, you know, a very likable, uh, nice guy. But, you know, there are a lot of um, significant biblical references as well that we're going to, you know, decode. So we're just going to, we're going to put those two shows together on our next live show. But tonight I want to, I want to, you know, have it be a little bit more laid back. Uh, We're actually coming off what, what was, uh, in my opinion, from what a couple people I talked to told me, was really one of our, our, I mean, you know, somebody said I say this all the time, but, you know, honestly, one of our realer shows and most informative shows, which was Saturday Night Live. I told you guys on Saturday that we've really only done a handful of Saturday Night Lives uh, over the years, and that was probably like probably like the fourth or fifth one, and it was, to me, like just very real, very informative. So uh, if you missed it, definitely check that out. We we focused uh, on how to avoid uh, being played uh, on Valentine's Day. You know, obviously there's a lot of things going on, red flags, game playing, things like that. So we just really focused on that. And, uh, you know, like I said, it, it, you know, it could, there, could, it, it, there could not have been more valuable information given on Saturday, guaranteed. But tonight what we want to do is um, just, you know, have a little bit of fun. You know, there's a lot of music, uh, you know, being put out nowadays, a lot of different messages, a lot of images. And, uh, you know, one of those songs that, and, you know, if you know what we do over the years, we, we take a lot of these songs and, and decode them, you know, talk about the lyrics, talk about what's being heard, but from a Christian perspective, uh, from a real perspective. And um, many of you may know the song by Yo Gotti, and we mentioned it uh, the other night, where it's, you know, I don't even know what the actual name of it, but, the, you know, the hook is it goes down in the DM, right, the direct message, which can be found on Instagram. And, you know, what we have is um, there's a lot of stuff that goes on in the, in the DM, you know. Uh, you know, he says, you know, my, my DM is popping. You know, some of you guys' DMs are popping. And we want to talk about just what that looks like. We want to talk about the the uh, the images, you know, the the videos, the naked pictures, the screenshots, um, you know, the the sexual invitations that often come about and originate in the direct message. And so, um, and really, just talk about uh, social media hookups in general, and just uh, you know what 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 they're all about, how they come come about, you know, what are some consequences, what are the effects, what are some signs that that's what someone's looking to do, and just really just everything surrounding social media um, and, uh, and, you know, inboxes. We want to talk a little bit about more, a little bit more from a general perspective, online dating, you know, because the reality is um, over the years there, there has become a somewhat of a negative connotation associated with 
Facebook uh, or even meeting people on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and things like that. But the reality is, you know, these are now what's considered modern-day uh, online dating sites. And so we're going to talk about just what are some do's, what are some don'ts, what are some red flags, you know, you know, can it be done, can you actually find love uh, online. So I'm excited, man. I'm excited to talk about a lot of this stuff. Uh, hopefully you guys are too. Uh, feel free to give us a call at any point, 646-200-0366. Uh, hit the number one on your keypad if you have, you know, something to add to the conversation. Courtney is here with me tonight. Courtney, what's going on with you? Hey, good to be back. Like you were saying, like, we did come back from a very good show, the Saturday Night Live, and somebody was just telling me about it, how they they thought it was um, informative yet hilarious at the same time. So I know a lot of people really enjoyed that. Yo, somebody told me that I need to actually raise it, told me. He said I should look into stand-up comedy. You know, I, listen, guys, I'm no comedian. I just like to keep it real. I like to have a, have fun. You know, but I am glad that you guys find me funny. You think I'm, you know what I mean? You find me to be entertaining. You can laugh at me. That's that's wonderful. That's, you know what I mean? That's great. Um, but, no, a lot of fun. A lot of fun was had on, uh, on and, you know, and that's what we do, man. That You know, whether it's Saturday uh, Night Live, whether it's Keeping It Real Fridays, you know, and really any of that barbershop talk, I mean, that's really what we do, really with the hope of helping women uh, just get a better a better understanding about what men, uh, you know, what men think, how we think, what we think, and, uh, you know, and that's what it is. Let's uh, roll. I mean, we're not, like I said, our, our Super Bowl special is coming up on Sunday. Uh, but, you know, I mean, Courtney, I, mean, I know you, we talked about it beforehand. Are you a, you know, you did, did you end up watching it? You said you like the commercials, you like the Super Bowl halftime show. Did you check it out? I saw the halftime show. It was actually on Listen, I had it on mute, so I had the game on mute, and then <laughs> for the halftime, I had, like, my notebook out and was taking notes, and that's kind of how it went for me. So. Yeah, I'm a, um, yeah, like I said, you, I promise you, you and I, I actually posted the rebroadcast of uh, or the archives of last year's Super Bowl special, and if you missed it, definitely check it out because it was, you know, as informative, uh, uh, you know, as it gets. And, you know, look out for something very similar uh, next, uh, you know, on this next show that we're going to do. But, you know, I watched Super Bowl. Shout out to my man, Osho. We chilled, you know, hung out, just ate some pizza, ate some wings, watched, uh, you know, watched the game. You know, he turned it off at halftime as soon as Beyonce came. I already knew what that was. So I said, it's all good, man. I just had to watch that when I get home so I can actually do the show. But, you know, it's all, you know what I mean? It is what it is. Um so, I mean, you know, there was that one thing that I did want to touch on. A lot of people are talking about Cam Newton, you know, in this whole thing. And, you know, I just that, – that he, he had a very good quote that I reposted from him. And he was – you know, people were saying, well, he didn't want to talk to the media. He got up and walked out. He's a sore loser and this and that. And one of the things he said was – he said, who likes to lose? He said, show me a good loser and I'll show you a loser. And I reposted that because I 100% agree with that. We have a lot of losers out here, okay? There are a lot of losers. Anyone who has a problem with, uh, you know, with, with people, you know, losing and showing emotion, 
you know, is most likely used to losing themselves. And I think that we got to get out of this whole, um, you know, politically correct, you know, let's fake the funk, let's hide our true feelings. It's like if that's how he felt, that's how he felt. I'd rather him show how he felt than to get up there and be fake, you know, smile at a whole bunch of fake people uh, who are probably happy that he lost to begin with. You know what I mean? Just it is what it is. Like you listen to this show, you might like it, you might hate it, but you respect it because it's real. And I feel like that's how I would like everybody to be. Is just just be real with yourself. I mean, how do you feel about that, Quinn? I mean, you. I mean, I know you probably did lusting after came there, but I'm not talking about the how he looks. I'm saying how he. I'm so. I'm just talking. I'm not talking about physically. I'm talking about like what he had to actually say about the loss in the Super Bowl. What are your thoughts on on that? Not his body. Not like you know what I mean. Nothing like that. You know me so well. Thanks for clarifying. Um. <laughs> No, but seriously, I, I don't blame him for reacting that way. And I I saw, I actually saw that part of it when they were asking I'm, him questions. I'm, I'm but, sure you did. <laughs> Listen, y'all heard that? She said the TV was on mute the whole time, didn't watch no commercials, didn't watch no game. But when Cam Newton started talking, she said, oh, I, I did see that. <laughs> I bet you did. Can I'm sorry. Go ahead. Please, please. <laughs> Okay, listen, though. So, you know, they were making a big deal out of it. Like, what was he supposed to do? And then also I heard that, um, like, people from the Broncos were, like, saying things about him as well, like in the middle of a press conference or whatever. So he walked up and walked out. And then they also don't show how he congratulated Peyton Manning. Like, they they didn't talk about that part. They just talked about his reaction losing it's like okay he lost like that's people would be i would be upset so that's why i try to tell people to you know whether it's sports whether it's politics anything in the media is going to you got to understand it's going to be done with the sole purpose of a couple of things one is advertising dollars through ratings and to push a particular agenda, whether that agenda is to emasculate black men, to break up the black family, to perpetuate century-old stereotypes that have existed about us, you know, or, you know, demonic imagery, satanic imagery, ideology, you know, I mean, all of that, whatever the agenda is at that particular point, you can count on the media to do it. That's why you got to, don't, don't focus on these sound bites. It's like, oh, Cam Newton said that. But like Courtney said, they didn't show the the congratulatory handshake and, you know what I mean, and embrace that they had. So these are the things that we got to stop doing. Stop watching TV. Stop getting all your information from the, you know what I'm saying, the, the Internet. You know, so, I mean, that's just how I feel about, uh, feel about that. Speaking of the Internet, um, if you guys haven't already, go ahead and uh, subscribe, subscribe to my new – uh, Ash stayed on video blog channel on YouTube. Uh, you know, I just got the new one up there, the definition of a great wife, just kind of like what that looks like, what are some of the major turnoffs that we as men have uh, as far as dating and, why, you know, exactly why um, a lot of men are not getting married the way they used to, what are we seeing, what's frustrating for us. Definitely check it out. Um, in fact, Courtney, I understand you actually did a, a video uh, over the weekend, what's going on with that? I mean, where can people check that out? 
So, yes, I, I did. I did a new video blog. It's called, entitled, Still in Love with My Ex. So is you guys are going to love it. And you can check it out at YouTube.com slash Courtney Hollins TRC. But I'll, I'll, I'll repost it so you guys can see it that way as well. But it is very informative. Hey, that's what's up. That's what's up. I mean, you know, and we, like I told you all before, we're just out here trying to, um, you know, put forth as much information as possible in as many ways as possible because, um, you know, I feel like, like I said, there's there's so much, there's so much, whether it's Steve Harvey, now they got, you know, Tyrese and, and Rev Run, you know, there's so many different outlets in, in, uh, uh, for uh, putting out quote unquote relationship advice, life advice, um, and but unfortunately it's not being given from a biblical set, you know perspective, and it's steering women in the wrong direction. You know what I'm saying? And and we got to, and that's not to take away from anybody. That's not to say I own the market. You know on you know giving advice, but at the same time I'll let you guys be the judge. You know, is this strictly entertainment or are people really coming from a biblical perspective or are they actually saying things that are 100% contradictory to biblical teachings? And so if you really look at it like and say, whoa, well, you know, I'm looking for a husband, right? I mean, that's what I want for my life. Do I really need to be following advice from someone, anyone who is not coming from a, uh, a godly standpoint? And so that's, you know, that's kind of like what you, how you got to look at it. So, you know, again, like I said, we're, we're going to get as many, you know, more videos. Obviously, continue doing the talk show, uh, private counseling. We're still doing our, we extended the holiday special. So, uh, you know, throughout Valentine's Day. So definitely, uh, you know, hit us up if you guys are looking to take advantage of that. Uh, let's see, what else is going on out here? So, you know, as far as what's going on in the world, like I said, if you're just joining us, we, um, you know, we're going to be talking about uh, the DMs, social media hookups, direct messages, inbox, screenshots. Like, it's, it gets crazy, man. We're going to talk about how some of these guys be getting caught up in the inbox, trying to trying to dip dip and dab a little bit, you know what I mean, have a little extracurricular activities. But um, first, first, you know, I don't know if you guys have been following it. We've been talking a lot lately about politics. You know, some big things are going on uh, around the country as far as these the, the primaries go. You know, real quick, because like I said, I'm going to try to keep this show very, actually kind of short tonight, but, you know, Donald Trump has been, uh, it, well, is the, the winner for the New Hampshire caucus, uh, and uh, Bernie Sanders is the winner of the uh, on the Democratic side. And um, I know a lot of people were talking about that. A lot of people are looking at those two a little bit differently. It was like before, it's like, okay, all right, is this all hype or is this for real? And now it looks like, you know, as far as politics go, people are now saying based on these wins, they, you know, both of these guys have actually, you know, legitimate shots at, uh, you know, going all the way at this point. What, what are your thoughts on that so far based on what's been you know, seen over the weekend. Well, you know, to me, it's it's surprising to me. And the only reason I say it's surprising is because I expected, you know, um, it to be on the Democrat side, um, Hillary, as opposed to Bernie Sanders, just because of um, what she stands for as far as promoting the LGBT community and all that stuff. 
And I, I just thought that um, people would be more likely to lean toward her. And, you know, what what the whole the whole new world order thing that so that's what I'm saying I'm surprised. Well, yeah, it's uh you know it's interesting. It's interesting um I think it's what it comes down to and how they're really marketing this is you know, you got your establishment part, you know, candidates on both sides, you know, you know, you got your Kasich and you got your uh you know, um, like people like Jeb Bush, but then on, you know, and then you have your Hillary's, but then on the, you know, you got like that quote-unquote outsiders like Bernie Sanders, like the Donald Trump, people who kind of are, are outside of the norm, the norm, the political norm. And so now what's interesting is that Bernie, people, people get it twisted. Bernie Sanders is no saying. We talked about this on Saturday night. I mean, he's as much as a supporter. This guy, if you notice, he, he co-signs everything Hillary says and, and vice versa. It's so ridiculous. They're constantly praising each other. They're constantly complimenting each other, constantly agreeing with each other. Just watch these debates, guys. I mean, it's crazy. He's like, well, I actually agree with Hillary, you know, here. And, uh, well, you know, I agree with Senator Sanders on that. It's like they agree on everything. They're like the same candidate. There's really very minimal difference between the two, which is actually one of the reasons why I enjoy watching, you know, these Republican debates, because they actually discuss issues. Whether you like them, you you know, don't like them, they actually get down and dirty and talk about some real issues and really are passionate about expressing the differences in opinion, be, uh, you know, amongst each of them. And I'm actually very sad to see uh, uh, Carly Fiorina and, and really Chris Christie drop out because, you know, I, I really actually enjoyed them in the debates. I thought that both of them had some excellent points. Um, you know, at different point, you know, different times. I like both of their passion, and um, you know, it is it is what it is. So it'll be interesting interesting to see how it plays out. Next up is South Carolina, the uh, primary over there, the caucus, and uh, which I think actually Bernie has a really good shot at excelling in because of all the racially, you know, motivated stuff. You know what I'm saying? That's been happening down there with the flag. You know, with Black Lives Matter, I mean, he really has been able to tap into the black community, and which is, you know, which will be interesting to see how that plays out, you know, down there. And, um, yeah, so, I mean, I, I think I really don't have a dog in this fight, so to speak, as far as Hillary or Bernie goes. I mean, I, I just, you know, I'm not really a supporter of any of the Republicans uh, like that, although I do I do like Marco Rubio. Um and so, you know, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. Uh, what else? What else is going on in the world? Uh, we mentioned uh, we mentioned the other night, on Saturday night, we spent a lot of time actually talking about Kirk Franklin, the, the collaboration and, uh, between Kirk Franklin and Kanye West. And, you know, just as far as the mockery, you know, and the, just the, the fellowship that, that they're having as far as light versus versus darkness and just how – the agenda is to merge these two, um, and they're doing a really good job of just merging evil with quote-unquote good to the point where it can't even, you know, it, it's indistinguishable, you know, between the two. And um, and one of the things I, I, you know, like I said, we talked a lot about it, so I won't say too much about it tonight, but um, one of the things I will share is a scripture from Galatians 6, 
uh, 7 through 9, which says, do not be deceived. One of my favorite verses, actually. Is, you know, God says, don't get it twisted. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever one sows, will he also reap. For the one who sows to his own flesh will from the flesh reap corrosion. But the one who sows to the spirit will from the spirit reap eternal life. And let us not grow weary of doing good, for in due season we will reap if we do not give up. And that's such a loaded scripture. You know what I mean? Like there's so much, you know, going on there. There's so much good information that God is sharing with us. And, you know, it's just, I mean, it's kind of self-explanatory. But basically as far as those two guys go, those two jokers, you, you can't mock God. It says, don't get it twisted. You can't mock God. He said, I will not be mocked. It says, you know, no matter which, however you try, that's going to come back on you negatively. It says, no matter what you do, whether you want to call yourself Jesus, Beyonce calling herself I am, you know, Jehovah, however you want to mock me, you want to take the colors of the rainbow, which really symbolize God's love, the covenant between God and his people, and you want to change that and pervert that into something, you know, homosexual, no matter how, what kind of mockery you do. And Hollywood and entertainment is excellent at, at, at doing that. They're great at being and finding creative ways to mock God. But it just says, no matter how you try to mock me, I will not be mocked, and whatever you do, you're going to reap. You're going to reap what you sow. You know what I'm saying? It says if you sow to your flesh, your flesh is going to end up corrupted. You know what I'm saying? But those who sow positively, sow through the spirit, they will reap from the spirit and get eternal life. So it's very self-explanatory. And so I just want you guys to look around you. Just look around at these music videos, at these uh, Super Bowls, at these Grammys, at the Oscars. Look at the many, the many, many attempts to mock God. I wouldn't even say mock God. I'll say mock Jesus Christ. I mean, God, you know what I'm saying? God obviously is Jesus. Jesus is God. But there's so many people who reference God but don't without making a mockery of God. They're only, you know what I'm saying, if you guys notice that, the only person who's who they're mocking is Jesus. If you're talking about Allah, if you're talking about Buddha, if you're talking about all these other people, they you know there's not they're not making mockeries of of you know of you know those quote unquote gods, and so we really got to be particular about you know what what's going on out here. Any quick thoughts on that, Courtney? Yeah, I mean I, I love I love those verses that you just read because it just made me think. I was just sitting here reflecting on. I mean that's true. Like when you do things like that, when you don't live for God. You know, you basically go to hell. You know, you do have to pay for it. But I was reflecting on just thinking about how I would look and see people appearing to be prospering and, you know, they weren't living right, weren't living for God. And at times I would feel like, you know, jealous, like, you know, why are they prospering and I'm not? And then I had to learn that, you know, by doing the right thing, you know, I will be blessed. I don't have to sell my soul. I don't have to do things just for, you know, a temporary, 
you know, or instant gratification, doing things the right way, you will always be blessed. Yeah, you know, and that's basically what it's all about, you know, is um, is being blessed, you know, and, and is not uh, selling your soul, not selling out, not, um, you know, doing things from a worldly standpoint, but instead a, uh, you know, a spiritual standpoint. And I think that, um, you know, once you once you do that, you know, and you focus on that and you live your life in that way, you know, good things happen. Good things will definitely come your way when you when you do that. So um so yeah, so there's that. Uh what else is going on out here in the world, guys? A lot of things. Yeah, I was turned on the I turned on the T V and uh, I saw Carrie what not Carrie Hilson, uh Sierra is so we 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 did a whole show on I don't know if you guys remember a few months back, uh on Sierra and uh what was it, Russell Wilson and just the whole, you know, thing going on with future and Sierra and, and him and just raising and we spoke generally um about, you know, a man raising another man's uh, you know, child and just what that um, you know, how, you know, just how, kinda how that goes. Is that cool? Is that not cool? Would you do it? You know what I mean? So now it you know, it, it turns out Sierra is now suing future for for fifteen million dollars. For defamation of character. Did you hear about that? No, I didn't. It's absolutely ridiculous. You know, and it just is <laughs> unfortunate because it really goes to show you that, you know, a lot of people are, you know, specifically women, I mean, really men and women are just, they're just bitter. You know, like for future to get out there on social media and on the radio, on the blogs, bashing her to the point of her feeling that some, you know, some type of way to the point where she wants to really follow, you know, a lawsuit. Obviously, you know, he, you know, that's just it's bad. And then for her to really do that, like go forward with it, she's. I mean, you know, there's still feelings there. That's why, I mean, that's a soul tie. If you guys ever wanted to see a real-life example of a soul tie, like, these people aren't even in each other's lives anymore. Like, there's no, like, they're not together. She's moved on. He's doing, you know, what he does. But that soul tie is so strong that it has them, you know, their lives intertwined to the point where they're watching each other. She's watching what he's saying. He's watching what she's saying, and it's just, you know, it's just unfortunate, you know. So pray for them, but more importantly, pray for that little, you know, the child there because, you know, it's something that, you know, he he has nothing to, you know, he, it's not his fault, but he's, this is something that he's going to look back on and be like, whoa, you know, whoa, mom, you, you sued dad for, Fifteen million dollars, Dad. You said this about my mother, like you know what I'm saying. That's that. I don't. People don't understand that. That actually damages children. You know what I'm saying. That messes kids up. That lowers the bar for what those kids are even gonna want to settle for later on in life. So you gotta you gotta look at it from that perspective. Uh, what else is going on out here in the world? A couple headlines going on. Uh, DMX. They said DMX was found unconscious in a 
in a uh, in a parking lot, which is uh, which we'll talk about. But I mean, did you hear about that, Courtney? Yeah, but you know, I'm hearing conflicting reports about him because on one hand, I'm hearing that he had an asthma attack, and then on the other, I'm hearing that he overdosed, you know, on something. But I don't know. I'm sure if I believe either. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, because the reports are all over the place. The thing about it is this. These reporters, these networks, they're all trying to figure out how can we capitalize on a particular market to get these people to tune into our website, tune into our broadcast, buy our newspaper, whatever the thing is, you know, and, and get as many hits ultimately translate to, uh, you know, website analytics you know, and advertising dollars. That's really what it all what it's all about. DMX released a statement saying that he had an asthma attack and he's good. In fact, so good that he actually went on and performed uh, his <laughs> the very next uh, day his next scheduled appearance. You know, but let let the media tell it. Oh, rap star DMX, you know, is, was found unconscious. Pray for DMX. Hashtag like like what? Like you see, like you see what happens. They take these, you know, every little thing as an opportunity to really tear us down and to tear them down, you know, from a public uh, standpoint, which is really ridiculous because we feed into it. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy. And speaking of the media, what is this? Taraji P. I mean, you guys have been listening to these shows. How many awards is this chick gonna win? I'm just asking. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like every night, which is at this point has been like every week that we've been live, it's like she's won a different award, the NAACP Image Award, the SAG Award. It's like a million other awards that she's winning for this portrayal. Now, here's the thing. I can deal with the SAG Awards, right? I can deal with the Emmys. I can deal with a lot of these other, you know, little Awards, People Magazine, Time Magazine, most influential people. I mean, it's all ridiculous, but I can deal with it because I know what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the mainstream media. They have an agenda. You have a black woman presenting herself like a whore, like a ghetto criminal, a hood rat. Okay, they're going to take that and run with it and give her all the awards in the world, give, make it the number one show. They're going to do it. That's what they do. I get it. NAACP for us as African-Americans, <clears throat> has stood for excellence. It stood for black pride. I mean, the NAACP, you know, was, was really is really here to help us, whether that's through charity, whether it's through social action, whether it's through entertainment recognition in a way that the mainstream media won't recognize us. It's like, okay, well, we have the Image Awards. We have the BET Awards. Like, you know what I mean? And the problem that I have is there's nothing excellent about the character of Cookie. You know what I mean? Like, how do you, like, if you really follow them, you look at the, the work that they've recognized over the years. There's no way that you fit Taraji P. Henson's character in there. In fact, she's the type of character that epitomizes everything that we historically, that the NAACP historically, Dr. King, Malcolm X, like 
actual leaders, Paul Robeson, have, Frederick Douglass, have fought actively. Ray Charles fought actively to get rid of these types of images, to make it so that we can even have an, a platform to uh, present ourselves in a positive light. Bill Cosby, Felicia Rashad, like these are people who actually fought for this stuff. You know, John Amos, you know, Esther Rowe, like they fought for this stuff. And so for us to recognize, and I say us meaning like our, you know, our collective body for, you know, for us, the NAACP, to say this is the, you know, an excellent portrayal of us as, you know, or you guys as black women, I mean, I think that's in a an insult. I think it's a mockery of of everything that the NAACP has historically stood for. I mean, you can just look at the history of the NAACP if you know anything about it. At what point do you even put Taraji P. Henson's character of Cookie in the same category of Lena Horne? You know what I mean? And we could just go down the list of great black actresses, great, you know, black entertainers, respectable entertainers. She doesn't fit. In fact, she's the exact opposite. I don't know. I mean, I'm, like I said, everyone's like, oh, yeah. Like, no one sees a problem with that. You know what I'm saying? I guess I'm the only one. I'm the only one. I'm the bad guy. You know what I mean? I'm raining on everyone's parade. I'm a hater. But, like, people, like, do people know, you, like, your history? Like, do you even know what the NAACP is? Do you know what it's done over the years for our people? Do you watch Empire to really know, like, what, what she does, how she presents herself, what types of stereotypes she's actually perpetuating? You know what I mean? Like, am I the only one that sees this stuff? Because, like, for me... I would think people would be bro- uh, protesting and boycotting, like, yo, how could you do that? I don't hear any protest. I don't hear any outrage. It's just, oh, yeah, she's, you know, she got, she won the award for uh, Best Actress in a, in a Drama. I mean, I don't know. I mean, maybe it's just me, but, Courtney, how do you feel about that? I mean, is that an issue to you? Yeah, it's a complete joke because, like you said, the NAACP, is supposed to, or it is, you know, supposed to be for the advancement of colored people. She is not advancing anything other than the agenda to make black people look. And here's the thing that I feel that's interesting as well. In addition to her winning that award, they also had her um, hosting the BET Celebration of Gospel. <laughs> what a, what a <laughs> I'm joke. Like, <laughs> I'm like, are you serious? But it's funny, though, when she hosted it, she changed her whole, like, persona. Like, her whole image was just <laughs> – she tried to come off as very, you know, sophisticated or, you know, as a godly woman. It was a complete joke. I'm not – let me just make this clear for the record. I have no issue with Taraji P. Oh, I shouldn't say that because, I mean, I, if she, I do have an issue with her. Uh, but I will say that the the problem is not her – because if it if it's not her, it's going to be somebody else. You know what I'm saying? Like they're going to find someone else to put this image forth. But I think that that's the that's the problem. We need to, as a community, say, well, let it be somebody else. 
If it's going to be somebody else, then, hey, it just won't be me because I'm not going to play a part. You know, like John Amos from, from uh, Good Times, he said they, they wanted, I don't know if you all know, but the real reason he left was because they wanted him to be more take on more of a buffoon role, you know, in the later years of that show. He came off as the good father, the strong father, the masculine father. They wanted him to be more of a buffoon and kind of mix it up a little bit more with uh, with J.J., you know, he was like, nah, I'm not, you know what I'm saying, I'm not doing that. And then he, I saw the interview, you can probably Google the interview, and he was just like, they didn't even tell him. They just, like, let him know that his character had been written out of the storyline. And he was like, whoa, that's crazy. Like, you, you couldn't even call me to tell me, you know, face-to-face that, you know, and that's that was the reason. So, you know, it, it's all ridiculous. Um, I I hope that we can get back to taking, you know, making our own our own films. That's why I like what Nate Parker's doing. Because if you're saying, hey, look, I recognize what's going on out here. Um, I don't want to be a part of that as far as the advancement of this agenda, putting us, you know, showing us in a certain light. I want to make movies that matter. I'm going to make a movie you know, like Spike Lee did about Malcolm X, Matt Turner. Um, you know, I mean, so many. There's a new movie coming out uh, about, uh, what's the name? Uh, you know, Jackie Robinson, That they did that. They did James Brown. I mean, there's so many different, uh, you know, different different biopics that are, are happening now because um, of the success of a lot of these previous ones. And I'd like to see more of that happening. Because leave it up to them. Our stories will never be told. I mean, it took a white man, George Lucas, to tell the story about Red Tails. You know what I'm saying? Which is, I think is ridiculous. So, you know, it is what it is. Um, one last thing as far as what's going on in the world, guys. I was watching, uh, actually somebody told me about this. I don't know if y'all know, there's a show called Gigolos on Showtime. And this TV stuff is getting really crazy because they, they, it's like basically a show that it glorifies the life of these these male escorts, you know what I'm saying? And uh, I said, what the heck? You know, because you hear about stuff like that from a female stand, but, you know, always, I'm like, you know, let me check it out. Let me see what's going on with it. And I watched it, and one of the fir- on the first episode, they had this black couple on there, right? They had a black couple, and the lady was just like, yeah, you know, it's my, it's my birthday, and, you know, for my birthday I wanted to, you know, my present, I asked my husband if I could actually – involve uh, another man into into the bedroom, you know, as a present to me. And he, his whole thing was like, all right, well, that's cool, but at least, you know, I want to be able to watch. And I'm like, what the heck? Like, where did they do? Remember earlier in the show we talked about losers? You know what I'm saying? That <laughs> would be a good example right there of a loser. You got a black man who's paying a couple thousand dollars to let a white man smash your wife off, watch her, you know, perform oral sex, do all types of crazy things, and vice versa to this white man. And you're paying for this. And your wife is calling out another dude's name and talking about what he's doing. You're sitting there watching. I'm just like, yo, who? What? But, here's the, but the crazy thing about it is, and I posted this online, the chick had, and not only did she have it, but the camera zoomed in to her arm where you saw 
a clear shot as she's getting smashed off from the back, clear shot of all praise to God, all praise to the Lord or praise the Lord or something like that on her arm. I'm like, but it was like so obvious. Like, and if you guys go back to Saturday night real quick, if you heard Saturday night, you already heard it. But if you didn't go back to Saturday night show and what did I tell y'all about the people who are really at fault with this stuff? I told you it's the people behind the scenes, the cameramen, the editors. I told you all all that last week, and this is a great example of what I'm talking about. Here you have this obviously sinful, you know, just wholesale making a mockery of marriage as a whole, but the cameraman decides to zoom in right at onto this tattoo as it's going to the next scene of praise the Lord. Why would you, why would you do that, Courtney? To make a mockery. Of God. To make a mockery of God. It's like, look, here's your God. This is someone who claims to love God, but here she is letting another man smash her off in front of her husband and has a tattoo that says, all praise to God. I might go back to that episode and just take a picture and show it to you all. I mean, I already know Courtney probably is on. She's probably, after the show, she's logging on. She's just a watch. I'm not saying just to watch. I just want y'all to see the the mockery aspect of it. You know what I'm saying? The fact that it says all praise to God as the dude, as the white white man is ravaging his wife. So let's let's, uh, switch gears. Like I said, man, I don't want to be here, you know, too late tonight, you know, but I want to talk a little bit about just, uh, you know, what goes on, what goes on in in the DM. Now, Courtney, did you get a chance to hear the song by Yo Gotti. No, I didn't, but I, I took a look at the um, lyrics, which were crazy. I want to just break down some of those lyrics, you know, and just talk about the the psychology, you know, behind social media. Here's the thing. A lot of times, um, from what I've, from the women that I've interacted with, um, professionally as well as privately, what I've seen is that, and you can tell me what you think, Courtney, a lot of women use social media as, or they the way they look at it, we'll talk about how they use it later, but how they look at it is just very informal, you know, something fun, something lighthearted. You know, a lot of people will will change their names or do little things with their names so that their employers can't search for them and they can kind of just be anonymous. And so it's just like something they don't really take too seriously and certainly don't really look at it from a uh, perspective of, wow, you know, someone may actually use this to make a decision about me as far as whether or not they want to, you know, date me on a serious level. And so that's the that's one of the first problems out there. They're not understanding that, you know, social media is, and I tell you guys this all the time, from a counseling standpoint, it's basically going to be used as your online resume. You know, if you go to a job interview, you meet with a recruiter, he's going to use your resume to make a decision about you. And so if you if you are a woman, same thing. If you're a woman looking for love, you know, you're meeting with a man on a date or wherever, he's going to look at you, you know, look at your social media. You say, well, no, he, he, I'm not on his friends list, this and that. Lady, you don't understand. The first thing he's going to do, whether you he tells you or, or he doesn't, he's going to search for you. 
he's going to be very interested in knowing what you, you know what you got going on. You know what's the, what's your pictures like? What's your comments like? What's going on in that direct message inbox? You know what what kinds of how what kind of pictures do you put out there into the world? What kind of vibe do you project forth? And and what we find is going to be uh, a you know a major factor in how that man treats you. What category you go into? Potential wife or what, Courtney? Sex partner, freak. What is it? Freak chick. You know what I'm saying? Freak hoe. I mean, that's what it is. <laughs> yeah. So, and we gotta we gotta get out of that. Um, but yeah, let's talk about these pictures, man. So, I'm on Instagram. You know, like I, you know, so you go to my Instagram. You know, my I, I'll be. I didn't even know what the direct message thing was. Like I heard about. I had to ask them. I'm like, yo, did, yo, how do you get to the direct messages? <laughs> or I didn't even know that little box. You, I didn't know nothing about it because I'm not. I'm not DMing nobody. Like my my DM ain't ain't popping. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I, I didn't even. I never used it. Um, so I, I checked out, I'm like, okay, so that's what it is. And for a lot of women, what happens is they post these, these quote-unquote Instagram models, which I think is ridiculous. You know, you got a million followers solely because you're you're taking pictures of your, you know, your, your breasts, you know, your booty. I mean, that that is like, it's an invitation. You're saying I'm gonna give you a show, you know, and you and you basically follow me just to watch me strip. Like women will really do that. They'll post these videos of them in slow motion, you know, playing basketball, modeling G strip. I mean, you know, whatever it is, bikinis, you know, and then guys will give it thirty thousand likes, forty thousand likes. A lot of times there are different sponsorship opportunities. What's the, the chick, the Westbrook, the India Westbrook, they got the show on BET. She's got like a million followers or however many followers she has. You know, and so it's just like, okay, you're using, you're, you're basically prostituting yourself. You're stripping, you're taking off your clothes, and people are paying you for it. I mean, that's basically it. So let, that's it on a, on a larger scale, but let's look at from a from a, you know, a smaller standpoint, a lot of women are just attention whores. <laughs> they ain't got, they got, you know, 500 followers. You know, they're just doing stuff just to boost their self-esteem. They're not even models. I can see, mate, all right, cool, you're a model. This is a business for you. But, you know what I'm saying, you're not even, you're just a regular person showing your ass. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're, you're claiming to, in many cases, looking for love and wondering why these guys are not taking you serious. But look at your Instagram, you know. And so what happens is men see that stuff, and this stuff isn't rocket science. But, come on. but nobody takes women on Instagram seriously. I'm in the barber shops. I'm, you know, I talk to guys. These guys are looking at this stuff the same way women are. It's like a joke. It's like, it's like us going to a strip club. Put it to you all like that. Nobody go unless you're a loser. Nobody goes to a strip club like, oh yeah, man, I'm gonna go meet the, I'm gonna go to the strip club, I'm gonna get a number, I'm gonna take her out, maybe I can wife her up, we'll see where it goes. Nobody does that. Nobody talks like that. 
You know what I mean? Except your homie, Corey. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Nobody other than that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I'm talking about I'm talking about nobody. The only thing that men do, we compartmentalize. You know what I'm saying? And that is just, oh, we're going to go see some freaks. Go see some, some ass, some boobs, and, and, go, and go back to the crib. Keep it moving. That's that's how, and that is exactly how men look at these women on Instagram, on Facebook. And it's important that women understand it. Women are looking like, oh, yeah, I'll just put this, I went to Cancun, I, you know, I got this bikini, so I'm going to just take some pictures here on the side of the yard. And, you know, it's just like you're putting yourself in in the category of a stripper. What do men do? They go to strip. They go to a strip club. They go to Instagram. If it's a strip club, they pay a couple hundred dollars and take the chick back to the to the uh, champagne room, you know, and they pay for sex, or they pay for oral sex. You know, I mean that's I mean that's basically what that how that goes. It's the same thing. They if you're not going to a strip club, you go to Instagram. You 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 d- direct message her. You know what I mean? The same way you would solicit a prostitute, you solicit the ticket in her direct message, and instead of paying $200 to go to the champagne room, you say, hey, look, let me take you out for drinks. And it's, But the result is the same. Just like you pay for the champagne room, you pay for those drinks, you pay for the, 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 the Uber, you, play, you pay for the, you know, the, maybe the food, the dessert, whatever y'all get. You might even, in any case, you pay for a hotel room, and you smash. And I'm just trying to tell you whether you're on the highest level as a celebrity or, you know, somebody with 100,000 followers or whatever, or you're just your local average Instagram chick showing her ass, the men view you the exact same way. <laughs> that's what's going down in the DM. It's not it goes down. No, it's you go down in the DM. That's what he wants. He wants you to go down. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you going down in the DM. <laughs> what's your what's your thoughts on that, Courtney? Well, you know, it's 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 real. Like that's that really happens on Instagram and not, forget Instagram, Facebook, any social media outlet. You see pretty much the same things. I think with Instagram, it's just more like people show more, you know, uh, skin or whatever. But I mean, it's the same thing. It's women looking for attention from men and you know not thinking anything of it. I know that when I was doing it. When I was posting pictures and just saying certain things, you know, I, it was one big party to me. Like, I didn't think that it was a big deal. I didn't think that, you know, I was being viewed negatively, just like those women don't. You know, they want love, but they feel like they have to show off their body to get it. Let me give you all an analogy. You wouldn't go to... Like you drive it late at night, you're going to a club, or you're coming home from a club. You you know you see women on the boulevard or night or side of the highway or whatever side of the street prancing around at two o'clock in the morning with some high heels on, a freakum dress, you know, some cleavage out, a lot of makeup on. You'd be like, oh, that's a prostitute. It's very recognizable, right? I mean, everybody knows what a hoe looks like. If you drive and you see somebody on the side of the road, it's like, oh, that's a hoe. That's a prostitute. That's a horse. She's trying to get a job. 
right? I mean, everyone knows that. So I'm just curious. You know, somebody. So if they're driving by, they see something that some someone that they like, see something that they like, they pull over, say, "Hey, what's up? You know, what's going on? Come here real quick. Let me talk to you. How much do you charge? What's this going to cost me? You work it out, and that's what it is." Someone please tell me, how is Instagram any different than that? How is Instagram different? You're still flaunting your body, less covered up than actual prostitutes. And so when a man sees that, you know what I'm saying? Like how, you know what I mean? Like you're being viewed in the same exact way. You're putting, you're actively and willingly putting yourself into the category of being viewed, you know, as a as a prostitute, as a hoe. You know, it's it's all the same. What can we do, Courtney, to you know get women to see it from that perspective? Because they're like you said back in the day, you you kind of glamorized it a little bit. Yeah, I I definitely did. I mean, I thought that I thought that's what I had to do. And my advice to women would just be to realize that, you know, you're pretty without having to show your skin. And a lot of times, most if not all the time, women that do that, they didn't have fathers growing up. And so they didn't know that you know a lot of a lot of times women are showing their body and doing different things like that out of ignorance because they were never told that they can look beautiful with their clothes on and so if you didn't have your father there i mean it, it happens i didn't either but it's all about loving yourself and i think it it starts with you it starts with looking within and loving you before you expect someone else to okay in the in the already that's what's up man <laughs> You be kicking some knowledge, man. That's what's up, though. I mean, you're right. You're right. That's how. I mean, you gotta love yourself first, you know. And if you don't, then you can't. Ex- you can't realistically expect somebody else to love you. All right. What else is going on out here? He says. Now here's the funny thing. He says, "Yo, guy." He says, "I got a crush on Angela Simmons. Angela Simmons." Now. Now, now, follow me here, guys. Follow me here. This is actually very interesting. So here you have this thugged out dude, you know, your guy, this drug dealer, this, you know, this pimp. And this is how he, you know, he markets him, himself. But he basically says, I got a crush on Angela. Now, Angela Simmons is known for obviously being Reverend's daughter, being kind of, you know, a little stuck up, little you know, a, a quote on excuse me, a quote unquote good girl. She's been romantically linked to to people like Bow Wow, uh, Romeo, you know, from back in the day. In fact, you guys uh, can actually see her on the the new show, the reality show, Growing Up, you know, hip hop with uh, you know Dame Dash and some other people in there, which is interesting because I was telling Danny like we watched that a little bit. She's actually very annoying to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, just like, did you have you have you seen that, Courtney? At all? I mean, are you into that? I, I've seen clips, but I haven't seen it in its entirety. Yeah, and so, what you got to do is you got to look at it because listen to what he's saying. Well, first of all, you got to look at what he's seeing. 
We're talking about Instagram. We're talking about the direct message. He's saying that based off of what she puts out there from a social media standpoint, he's saying I got a crush on her just based off some things. If you go to her her page like and, and you follow her, she's got a lot of hoe pics on there. She got the ass out. She got the boobs out. She's taking these, you know, seductive, making these pictures, these faces at the camera. Just a freak chick. You know, if I was her father, I'd be like, yo, put some clothes on. You're a freaking hoe. Like, but that's what happens. Like, if you know anything about Yo Gotti, you know what I mean? Someone who, whose last name he stole from a from one of the most notorious uh, mobsters of all time. I mean, you really got to look at him and be like, yo, why, look what you're attracting. Look who you're attracting. Even if you watch, now watch this, though. Hold on, watch this. Even if you watch the, the reality show, you can see. Now, if you know, I used to watch 106 in Park. Romeo and her used to date, okay, back in the day. They used to date. Now, I don't know. He probably smashed. Well, actually, I know he smashed because they, you know, they've, they've talked. They had a little thing going on. Uh, her and Bow Wow, interestingly enough, Bow Wow and Romeo around that time had beef. I don't know if it was over her, but she smashed Bow Wow. Then she smashed Romeo, or I'm not sure who came first. But, you know what I mean, that's a whole other thing. But the fact that, so Romeo was like, look, I'm not dealing with that attitude. You want to be how you want to be, that's cool, but I'm not, you know what I'm saying, I'm just going to smash and keep it moving. And I just want women to understand how that how the whole thing works because, you know, women are not, you know, if you put yourself out there like that, you're going to get smashed off and a guy's going to keep it moving. You know, these guys are not, uh, you know, their goal is not to get past your attitude. It's not to, you know, uh, change you. It's not to try to figure out who hurt you. It's basically going to be, let me get what I can get and keep it moving and on to the next one, on to someone who doesn't have an attitude. And so that's basically what happened with Angela Simmons. Now, but watch this. If you watch the show, what did Romeo do? See, Courtney doesn't watch it, but if you guys watch the show, you know Romeo, he left Angela alone and wiped up the white <laughs> chick. <laughs> he wiped up the he, – he said, look, Angela, <laughs> He said, look, I'm going to come out to where you are. I'm going to go down to Atlanta, wherever the heck they at, and I'm going to uh, – I-, I want you to meet <laughs> – he said, I want you to meet my new girl. I want you to meet my new girlfriend. And Angela's like, what? What the she, – you can tell she feels some type of way. Like, how are you going to have sex with me and then introduce me to your girlfriend? And and we still flirt on a regular basis. Like, that's basically, you know, what she's saying, how she's, how she's feeling based on what you see on the show. And but it makes sense, and this is where it becomes uncomfortable because we talk about the effect. In fact, my new video blog, I talk about the attitudes that many women have. It's like that attitude is going to keep you single. If you're a hoe, if you present yourself like a freak, you're going to be single. Look at the white chick; she might be a freak, but based on what we saw in the show, she didn't come off as having an attitude like Angela has on the show. She didn't come off with her, you know, showing off her body. Now, I don't know anything about her, but I'm just saying this is someone who Romeo felt comfortable enough crying or finding out talking about how he loves her and this and that. So I'm just saying, ladies, I'm not saying, oh, white women are better than black. I'm not saying none of that. I'm just saying 
that's just a good example and very indicative of of a lot of the reasons why many black men are dating um, outside of their race because of the perceived stereotype. A lot of women will say, they're quick to say, well, no, all black women don't have attitudes, and you're right. But black men aren't looking at it from a, a an individualized standpoint. They're looking at it to escape the stereotype. You know, it's like living in the hood versus living in the suburbs. Is there crime in the suburbs? Sure. Are there great people and great things in the hood? Sure. But the stereotype says the hood is bad, living in the suburbs is good. The hood is dangerous, the suburbs are safe. People go with the stereotypes. And so what I'm saying, why not just, if you know, like if you already know as a woman, there's certain stereotypes associated with black women, you know what I'm saying, why feed into it? Just like my mom told me. She said, hey, look, at a very young age, there are certain stereotypes associated with black men. Those stereotypes aren't right. They're not justified. They're not, there's no rationale to them, but they are there. So because of that, you need to not give them a reason to even remotely classify you in that category. That's just what it is. I mean, that's the type of stuff I'll be trying to tell Courtney, like, yo, Courtney, you got to stop. You know what I'm saying? There's certain stereotypes. You can't present yourself like that. She don't listen. So this is why we find ourselves in the situation where we are. You, you see, she's doing video blogs on a Saturday night, and that's what it is. You know what I'm saying? So when, when did you do that video blog, Courtney? I did it on Saturday. On Saturday night. You, y'all see Saturday. my point? Case, my case is resting. So. So look, so I mean, that's the, I mean, I just I saw that little comparison, that little you know uh, situation with Angela and Yo God, and I just wanted to pass that along to you. You do with it what you will, but but look at her page, and you'll you'll find nothing but freak pics, and you wouldn't even think she would come off like that if you if you see her on you know the TV, you wouldn't think like, well, why are you why are you taking ass shots? Like you don't even you grew up you grew up with a father. So, you know what I mean? It is what it is, though. Um, you attract, I mean, if you want to, now, if you guys want to attract the yo goddies of the world, you know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, you do what you do. But, you know, that's not that's not most women's ideal situation. Now, <clears throat> let's talk about some of these screenshots. He said, don't you hate when you get screenshot? Then I'm about to play the song, you know what I'm saying? Get jiggy with it real quick, you know what I'm saying? Courtney, don't you, <laughs> you know what I mean? No, oh, yeah. So, but no, <laughs> women are doing that. Like, what's that, what, that, what that line is about is, so if you're a guy, you might have a girlfriend, you may have toes on the side, you may have a wife, you may have, other, you know, another life, but you trying to creep. And that's a whole nother show because we, a lot of women don't look at, they say, oh, that nigga, he's a, you know, he's a, a dog. He's a play. He got a wife and he got whatever. He's trying to do X, Y, and Z. But you got to ask yourself, why did he choose me to inbox? Like, yeah, he got a wife. But what about you makes him think that that would be a good idea? Because men don't do any, you know, do stuff for no reason. Some women aren't going to get approached. 
You know what I'm saying? Some women are going to go, whoa, she's not the uh, she ain't she ain't going she ain't doing nothing. I mean, who else you got for me? What else can who else can I hit up? She no, nah, that's a good girl. She she go to church. She's a, you know what I mean. She a woman. I'm not even gonna try to hit that. I ain't gonna try to make her my jump off. But other women, it's like yo, what's up? Hold on, don't you got a wife? Yeah, but what's good? <laughs> you gotta no, you gotta ask yourself, what about me? What vibe is being projected? Why does he think that my my self esteem is so low? that I would be okay, I'd be comfortable, you know, doing that with him? And that's a real question. That's a question that, like, so if, you, if, if your DM is popping with people who you know are engaged, who you know have a wife, who you know have families, you got to, don't just chalk up to, oh, he's a dog. Or, no, because he didn't hit up everybody. You know what I'm saying? He may have hit up you. He might have hit up like somebody like Courtney. He might have hit up, you know what I mean, somebody else. But he didn't really? hit up everybody. You know what I mean? There's <laughs> some women who he just said, I'm not even going to try to, you know, try to smash. So, I mean, and that's real. I mean, seriously, though, Courtney, is that something you've ever thought about as far as, like, why, like, certain guys who may have approached you for a particular reason, like, what was it that maybe drew them to you? I didn't back then, but um, now, like, it makes sense. It makes perfect sense. Just when you're yeah. dealing with certain things, definitely is right. Yeah, emotional unavailability is, is crazy. It will definitely cause you, as we say all the time, you know, the liars, the dogs, the cheaters, the players, you know, and that's just how that goes the guys in the DM trying to smash, you're going to attract them. A lot of women, see, let me just say this real quick. A lot of women, what I've heard, they want to believe that it's just about the pictures. It's just about how you dress. It, ladies, it has, I'm not, it's not that it has nothing to do with that, because it does, but you could be fully dressed, you could be, you know, presenting yourself in a respectful manner and still attract men who want to smash because, remember, emotional unavailability is a vibe. It's a spirit. It's not something that's necessarily necessarily physical. That's what you got to understand. And so, you know, we, you know, we, we, we as men, we search, seek out, we seek out those particular women who are emotionally unavailable and feel as though those are the women who give us the highest chance of success with getting the, the, the butt cheeks. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm, I'm just saying. That's what it's all about. Women want to act like, oh, no, he likes my personality. He just likes my voice. They be trying to sound all sexy on the phone. I'm like, why are you trying to sound sexy on the phone? These dudes don't care how you sound on the phone. They don't even want to be talking to you. They care how how what your sex is like. That's what they care about. All right? Speaking of screenshots, a couple months ago, my man Mike Epps got caught up with that. I don't know if y'all heard, but, yeah, he got caught up on Instagram. As, I guess whoever he was trying to, you know, rap to, she she screenshotted it. And he got a wife. Well, I believe what I think she filed for divorce, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like 
you you trying to smash off Instagram hoes, and these chicks they got they got the screenshot. They doing the swipe, the swipe with the hand. I love that. That's like the best feature in the world. I mean, like you can just screenshot your your, your phone just by swiping your. Yeah, I mean, it's like great. And so, but women are using that. See, back in the day, let me tell you all this. Back in the day, there used to be honor amongst hoes. You know what I mean? Y'all heard of honor amongst dudes? No, but there used to be honor amongst hoes. There was a certain jump-off code that women followed. You know, it's like, okay, it's like no snitching. Like, if you commit a crime with somebody, it's known, like, you don't snitch. You know, especially if you if you did it, you did the crime right along with him. You got caught. I mean, you don't snitch. You just do the do the jail time. You know what I mean? It's what it's just like. It's just like all right. If I'm a creep with you, if I know what it is, if I know you got a family, if I know you got a girlfriend, I'm choosing to creep. All right, whatever. I'm I'm not gonna put you on blast because I'm I'm here right with you. I'm just as wrong as you are. But nowadays, you got women catching feelings. <laughs> screenshotting, text messaging, you know what I mean? Calling women up. Oh yeah, I got your man. I got your man. <laughs> boo, sorry, boo. Your man is with me now. I'm like, what? You know what I'm saying? Who is this? Don't worry about who this is. I got your man. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm like, yo, what the heck? <laughs> but that's that's not how it used to be, and that's not how it should be. I feel like if you want to do something, then, you know, keep that between yourself. I mean, don't do it anyway. That's, I'm just saying if that's the life you choose to live, you know, don't don't try to put nobody on front street, on blast. That's not right. Man, Mike has his wife trying to leave him, you know what I mean, Kobe. <laughs> You know what I mean? She, she's smashing all the chicks in Denver. You know what I mean? She crying rape. She kissing the chicks, smash the raw, and then she go to talk about he raped. I'm like, wow, what the heck? Mike Tyson. You know what I mean? She knew the deal. Desiree Washington going over there at 2 o'clock in the morning, knowing he got a wife. You know what I mean? What Fat Joe say? I don't need this dress. I got my wife at home. These these women be tripping, man. And I'm not I'm not trying to glorify. I'm just saying it's not right. And the fellas all we talk about this stuff, and women need to understand that there needs to be a well, first. You know, I mean, y'all know what it is. It shouldn't happen, but just saying we got some, not just hood rats, but actual rats. You know what I mean? Like mob stars. You got just a, a rat. Ray Liotta up in this. So, it's crazy, man. But, uh, so, yeah, you know, now let's talk about, we're talking about social media. You got, obviously, with social media comes, you know, if you're screenshotting or you, you think somebody's creeping, you're there, there's that increased level of uh, suspicion often, you know, checking phones, checking voicemails. I mean, was that your style, Courtney? Are you a... Or, you know, back in the day, were you a voicemail checker, a text message checker, a DM checker? Yeah, I did all of those. Um, <laughs> yeah, I tried to crack the code to voicemails, try, like, birthdays and different things like that. Um, but I couldn't get through to the voicemail. Text message, I told you guys the story about the guy I was dealing with. He left, he left his phone at my house. 
and I didn't tell him that it was at my house. And um, I went through his phone and went through his text messages and went through that. And then, um, what the heck? Then, yeah, then it was another time. Yeah, then it was another time where, um, like, a guy I was dating came over. He used my laptop, and then he was on Facebook, but he didn't log out. And so when he left, instead of logging out for him, I checked his inbox, which is kind of like the DM, you know. So I did all three. What were you searching for? I was searching to see if he was having sex with other women, which he was, because I actually found some things. But ask me if I stopped dealing with him after that. Ask me if I stopped dealing. Um, I found a a message. This was in college. It was between um, him and this girl who lived like two dorms, like away from me. And they were going back and forth. And he was like, "So, you know, when can I come over and hit that? Something like that." (laughs) (laughs) And uh, but I became cool with her. That idea was popping. (laughs) So, um, but instead of just like being done with him, I just continued to talk to him and stuff like that. And. You know, when I would see her come around, I try to like get close to him and try to mark my territory, so to speak. The heck? Why not just roll out? Well, because of low self esteem and not wanting to be like by myself and just rather than having something than nothing, I just felt like I needed to hold on to him. Because I, I just didn't have faith in myself that, one, I even deserve better, and then, two, that anyone else would like me. Mm. Yeah, it's just, you know, it's unfortunate because, um, you know, self-esteem issues and insecurities will definitely have you doing a lot of things that would otherwise be uh, classified as uncharacteristic based on your personality. And that's why it's just so important to uh, heal, um, you know, heal and deal with any past issues, hurt, pain, resentment. And we've done a number of shows on exactly how to do that, um, as well as provide counseling on how to do that. But, yeah, I mean, otherwise you're going to uh, be checking phones, checking voicemails. I got got caught up uh, many times back in the day. One time I actually uh, had sex. I slept with this young woman, but um, I was – kind of dealing with this girl, she, we were kind of like on again, off again, but at that point we were off and like, it was crazy. I was, I was dealing with her and we, we were at my crib and the ice cream truck came. And so I just got up, you know, your ice cream truck comes on a hot summer day. You, you just out, you know what I mean? You stop what you're doing, grab your wallet, you run out there. So I ran out there, got some ice cream. I came back in. I think, what happened? Yeah, I came back in. I gave her some ice cream, and she had the ice cream. And all I remember, the ice cream just fell. She dropped it on the rug. I'm like, yo, what the, what the heck is wrong? Why would you drop the ice cream? She's like, you slept with her. <laughs> <laughs> she was crying. Huh? <laughs> she, she, she's like, you slept with her? I'm like, yo, what? You know, me, I try to play it off. I'm like, yo, what are you talking about? Like, what are you, what are you talking about? What, what do you mean? She's like, you, you had, and she like started hitting me, trying to like attack. You said you had sex with her. You had sex with that bitch. I'm like, yo, chill, chill. I didn't. What are you talking? And I was like, oh, she's like, 
your email. You left your account open. I was like, what? And so it was like a little, <laughs> it was like an email from the uh, from the girl. You know what I mean? I was like, oh man, I busted. So uh, yeah, so that there was that situation. You know, definitely, fellas. You know, as you see, whether it's me, whether it's Courtney, you know, lock those, lock those, log out. Matter of fact, don't even don't even use your computers over there. <laughs> don't even do it. Facebook is weird. Facebook never logs you out. Like you, once you log in, you you logged in forever. <laughs> I mean, I don't even care. I don't even care if you actually hit log out. You just be logged in. <laughs> I mean, all you gotta do is you just click it. It's something in there. They got a code. They got their own Nintendo code. They just, you know, putting that in. It, it keeps you logged in forever. So, fellas, I'm telling you, don't use it. Don't just wait. Just wait till you get home, man. Wait to do it from your phone. Oh yeah, you mind if I use your computer? She's like, oh sure. Oh, please do. Yo, women get excited. They get happy. Y'all get happy, ladies. When you when somebody need to use your computer, oh man, y'all get excited because you know jackpot. I'm gonna check that inbox. I'm gonna see what's really good in that inbox. And then y'all be and then y'all trying to be cool, like y'all trying to have a nice night. But you just the whole time you waiting for them to leave. You're like, yeah, don't you got don't you gotta go? Don't you gotta go to the club with your homies <laughs> just so you can get them out the crib because you know he ain't logged out. And then y'all, I had one girl, I had one chick. She tried to get me. She was like, she was like, oh, she, I, I was in it. I was check, I was actually checking my 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 email on her computer, and she was like, she was like. Oh shoot! Hold on. Let me see something real quick. Let me see some here, here. Let me just log you out real quick. I gotta. I forgot. I gotta send this email to someone. Hold on. Let me just. You know. And she didn't log. I was like, okay, yeah, my that's cool. But she never logged me out. And so she tried to keep me logged in. And I hit her with. I'm like, oh shoot! Hold on. Let me see one more thing. You I'm like, you done? She's like, uh, yeah. I was like, oh yeah, my fault. Let me just. I forgot to. You know, I gotta send this one last email. And I was like, oh, I forgot to log out. She's like, oh, yeah. I mean, she tried to play it off. So I logged out, but yeah, man. What like what is that? Like why? Those are the types of games. Like y- y- who can wear time for that? Stop playing those types of games, or stop put it like this. Stop dealing with people where you have to play those types of games. If you're dealing with, you guys know this. If you're dealing with someone on a non-committal level, but it is sexual, you're going to have to deal with that type of stuff. I told y'all before the shower story. This chick, she, I came out the shower. I took a shower in the house. I, I, I came, I came out the shower. I told y'all this story. I'm like, she's standing there, standing there, looking at me. Like I just opened the door. I'm like, oh man, got a nice hot shower. All right, let me get dressed. She's like, I would say, get your things and get out. I want Dana. No, no, no. I'm like, what? No, no. Dana, don't say anything. I I want you to get your things and get out. I'm like, yo, I, I'm I'm butt naked right now. Like, what do you mean? Like, why are you tripping? You know it's like we always play dumb. Like, yo, what do you mean? Like, why are you tripping? It's like, no, no, just just go. Just get your hair, take it. And she tried to, you know, like the movies, she tried to, like, hand me the, my clothes as I'm in my house. She wanted me to get out. She's like, no, take your shoes. She threw my shoes out into the hallway. 
no, take your shoes and get out of my say no, I saw I saw who you've been emailing. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I, I'm, I'm like, oh, cool. How many, how many uh, new messages did I have? Oh, you think this is funny? You think this is a joke? Get out. And she got hyped. No, get out. Get out. Okay. <laughs> Yo, man, you get some, you get some of these women some good sex, and they go crazy. They go, I mean, they turn into psychos. I've seen Satan himself a couple times. <laughs> For real, man, these women be just switching. But uh, yeah, go go on YouTube. I'm gonna tell y'all something fun to do. Y'all want to see a woman turn into Satan? Go on. Like I don't know if y'all watched Days of Our Lives back in the day. Even if you never watched it, go on YouTube and type in Marlena turns into the devil. And see what I'm talking about. It's like the most scariest thing, the craziest thing ever. You'll see exactly what I've seen from some of these these jump offs from back in the day. Marlena turns into the devil on YouTube. You'll get a nice little laugh. I'll post it in the friends group a little bit later. It's crazy out here though. But that's you know, you know, that's the a lot of that's the stuff that they don't talk about in this song. Like, you know, it's like obviously glorifying the whole social media experience. But they don't talk about the downside of of the DMs that be popping, the screenshots and all that other stuff. What else is going on uh, as far as social media? One last thing that I wanted to talk about, though, as far as uh, Instagram, Facebook, was the was the online dating aspect of things. Now, because I mean, like, that's a very common question that I've gotten over the years. You know, how do you feel about online dating? You know, do you do it? Is it safe? Is it not safe? You know, we've done entire shows on it over the years, but, you know, uh, just to kind of recap, what, you know, are your thoughts on the court? I mean, do you, do you date online? Would you date online? Have you ever met anyone of substance online? Um, would I date online? Yes, I would um, if I was emotionally available because I try to, and it never worked out because I would attract guys that were just, you know, only wanting sex for me. But I had to just take a look at, okay, well, where am I emotionally? And that's what it really all comes down to because I think, I don't know, somehow, some way we've been conditioned to believe that there are just psychos and serial serial killers online, and so any guy that tries to contact us, it's like we feel like, oh, well, he's dangerous. But that's not the case. You have to just be emotionally available because it's no different than meeting somebody in person. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, <clears throat> you really got I mean, that's a good point. You know, social media, actually for me, because I've met a lot of women. Like back in the day when I first started dating, there was no social media. It was just like if you met somebody, you met them out and about at the club, you know, at the bar, or at church, or, you know, wherever you, you met them, that's what it was. And there was no verification. There was no way to kind of see, okay, who she knows, what's these mutual friends looking like. I never, I, I never had that experience. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't know what that's like. I've been with my wife since I've been on Facebook. So I don't know, you know, I've never experienced none of that stuff. Um, So what happens is if you look at prior to that, you know what I mean, if somebody told you something, like, oh, I went to school here or this is what I do, 
it's like you basically had to take them at their word, whereas now, I mean, yeah, people lie on social media, but at the end of the day, I mean, who really does that? Like, if you're on Facebook and you've got your friends on there, you got your family on there, you got your coworkers on there, you got your whole, you know, network on there, your 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 information is going to be fairly accurate in, in 99.9% of the, the cases. You're not going to, you know, I mean, you can't just falsify stuff that other people know obviously is not true. Your pictures are probably going to be true. The places you've been are going to be representative of how you generally spend your time, the trips you've taken, you know, who you, you know, how you interact with with men who you come in contact with. So, excuse me, so men are looking for a wife. We absolutely use that as a tool, And, and you guys should too. I mean, when I, when, I, when I met my wife, I actually met my wife on MySpace. We came across each other, uh, you know, on there. And so it was cool because I got a chance to kind of do a little scrolling back and seeing, like, all right, what's this picture like? What's that picture like? You know, what what's this goal? What's going on here? Who does she know? Like, who's this? Like, you know, and that's just what we look for. We want to make sure we can feel comfortable with you, but... A lot of women, unfortunately, are shooting themselves in the foot before it even gets to the phone, before it even gets to uh, the the direct message, the actual date, because we've already compartmentalized you based off of things that we've already seen without you knowing that we've seen it. You got the bikini shots. Ladies, I'm just going to tell you a quick secret. Did you know that if you have bikini shots, ass shots, excessive cleavage shots, and I don't care if it's just for one night. These men are not taking you seriously. They're going to see them boobs and be like, yo, I, I want to hit that. That's all. And then from that point on, everything that they do is designed to to get the sex. You know, so take those bikini shots there. If you want, I'm not telling y'all what to do. I'm just saying, if your goal is love, if you want to be taken seriously, because that's what I'm saying. It doesn't. Online dating is not bad. Like Courtney said, it's emotionally unavailable women dating, which leads to hurt, pain, resentment, and just overall bad things. You know what I mean? So you just kind of know, like, all right, do I need to be dating now, or or do I not? If you don't, then you know what I'm saying. It doesn't matter if you're online, if you're at the club, you're going to attract the dog. And here's the here's where a lot of women go wrong. The women who do date online or have or are dating in any capacity, they're dating multiple people. You know, they, like you said, Cody, you're getting older. You are, you know, the, a lot of women feel like time is running out, so they say, "All right, let me maximize my my chances by dating multiple men." That doesn't maximize your chances. In fact, it minimizes it, and it causes none of those men to take you seriously. So it's just you just got to be smart about it. You got to be smart, but you also got to trust God. Because without trusting God, it's going to have you making a lot of bad decisions. It's going to have you posting revealing pictures to what, like, one similar to what Courtney had when I first came across her page several years ago. You know what I mean? I mean, I told y'all, Courtney's page was the worst. Courtney's DM was popping because <laughs> of all the host shots she had on her, on her profile. Uh-huh. Keep her, am I lying? 
No, I, I did. I had those ridiculous pictures. And people and, and people probably think, like, oh, that's hard to believe. No, you didn't. No, actually, I did. I'm glad that you can't tell. <laughs> Hold on. Who, let me let me just ask you a quick question. Who do you think can't tell? Like, what the heck are you thinking? Everybody can tell. No, nobody thinks. She tells me, I know you. I know you probably think I'm innocent. I know you probably think that you know I don't do it. No one thinks that, Courtney. They listen to the show. They've heard your stories. They know what you've done. You've told people. It's no secret. So, I mean, it's like me. That's like me saying, well, I know you probably don't think I I did. No, they do think. I used to be a bastard. You know what I mean? And you used to you be too. a freak. So, ah, yeah, I like, I like that. Okay. Okay, Courtney. Okay. Oh, I see you. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, man, that's it, though. That's really all I wanted to talk about tonight, how it goes down in the DM. Um, it's, it gets crazy out here. Tomorrow is Friday. Valentine's Day is this weekend. You're going to see a lot of activity. You're going to see a lot. A lot of y'all out there, your DM is going to be popping. You know, you're going to get men. Hey, you know, we talked about this a couple of shows ago, Talk trying to capitalize on the loneliness, on the insecurity just, of you know, surrounding this holiday weekend. There's a lot of meaningless sex. I had a woman tell me today, she said, my birthday's coming up. She said, I don't want to be alone on Valentine's, or excuse me, on my birthday. And so I already know what it is, but I, I'm, I'm basically going to call my ex-boyfriend and just get drunk, get high, and, and have some good sex with him. And so our whole session was basically me trying to convince her uh, you know, not to do that, uh, just because it's the, it's that type of stuff is not going to c- accomplish anything. In fact, it's just going to set you guys back. And I say you guys because I, I know she's not the only one uh, who will have a, a night like that, you know, whether it's the birthday, whether it's Valentine's Day, Christmas, Thanksgiving, New Year's, whatever, that loneliness, you know, nobody wants to be alone. But some of you, here's the, and this is going to be the uncomfortable truth, some of you are going to be alone on Valentine's Day, okay, this year. But don't do something on this Valentine's Day that's going to perpetuate and elongate the process to the point where you're single next Valentine's Day too. You see what I'm saying? You're going to be single. If you're single now, you're going to be single on Valentine's Day. It is what it is. But let's start the process together. Don't make it next Valentine's Day and the next Valentine's Day after that. In what you got going on now so you can start fresh and take a, a clean year from this. You know what I'm saying? Take that year, do what you got to do, and then next year, this time, your DM won't be popping, but that ring finger could be popping. How you feel about that, Corey? I mean, what you, I mean any last-minute words of wisdom, thoughts, advice? Yeah, I'm feeling that. <laughs> that that was good advice. Um, what I say to the ladies is, you know, don't allow, you know, th- people from your past, um, you know, things that happened to you or, oh, sorry, or your father not being heck? around. Sorry, I didn't know you heard that. Um, 
what I was saying, don't allow, you know, circumstances from your past allow you to feel that you need to sell yourself and that you need to gain attention from people just for approval or just for affirmation. You don't need that when you have God's approval and affirmation. That's good advice. You know what I'm saying? You don't need that. <clears throat> I want to, like I told you all before, 855-55-DATON, call myself, call Courtney, um, you know, couples counseling, premarital counseling, singles, you know, whatever you need, just need someone to talk to, free consultations. Um, and one thing that I'll leave you all with tonight, I told you all, like I said, I didn't want to be here too late tonight. We're going to come back live on this weekend and do uh, Sunday night and do our post Super Bowl special where we're going to really just go deep, you know, as far as the demonic and satanic imagery that was seen throughout these uh, performances at the Super Bowl, as well as the new Fox show Lucifer and just what the media as a whole is projecting forth, you know, out there. It's really getting deep. It's really getting blatant. And uh, so, yeah, look out for that on Sunday night. But, you know, as far as tonight goes, like I said, if you're single this year on Valentine's Day, just consider this. I said online, ladies, never love a man who's unwilling or unable to love you back. That's only blocking your blessing and will cause you to miss out on the man that God truly has for you in the long run. And so, you know, hopefully, you know, you guys will take that into consideration. Uh, Don't feel like you have to settle. Uh, Being single is not the worst thing in the world. You know, it's all good. You know, God has someone better. You just have to view yourself in a way that, you know, where you actually believe that. So, guys, thank you for listening. And uh, like I said, we'll see you all Sunday. All right. Good night.
Thank you. 